Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. It's Thursday, July 1st. I'm Rudy. Bill Cosby was released from prison, opening a jail cell for Britney Spears after she hires a merchant marine to kill her father from a clock tower. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Thank you guys so much for subscribing to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. You find us every day, 9.45 a.m. on Instagram. It's just at Rudy underscore Povich. Today on the show, yeah, we will talk a little bit about Bill Cosby being released from prison. Also, last night, had a hell of a show over at Sisyphus Brewing. But first, let's say some hi to some people. What is up to Jim Norder? How are you, buddy? Uh, also, Simonsons. What's up, Simonsons? Simon S.? Simon Sons, maybe you are a son of Simons. What's up, Adrian? How are you, buddy? Tiffany, good to see you. Patty. Uh, Hoop Day, what's up, buddy? Good morning, Mira. What's up, Wyatt? Good to see you guys. Hopefully everybody's doing uh, very well today. So, seriously, yesterday, Bill Cosby just getting out of the clink? Just up and at him, dude. You're out? That's just how that works? If somebody would have said, hey, by the way, on the same day, Britney Spears' conservator, conservative ship? Conservatorship. Conservative. Conservatorship. Uh, that was going to be held up by a judge. On the same day, they're going to let Bill Cosby out of prison? I would have said, that's ridiculous. You're crazy. That's never going to happen. No bullshit. That was totally how it went down. The thing about letting Bill Cosby out of prison is I bet this stuff happens all the time. That there are so many people that go out and do horrendous shit like that guy did. And then three years later, because he was supposed to serve, I think it was three to ten years, correct? I'm I'm pretty sure that his minimum was supposed to be three years. So he got to the minimum, but then it was overturned by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. And this type of stuff happens, I bet, way more than what we would ever suspect. I bet we see it, you know... Under the radar, I bet it happens exponentially more than what we imagine, except for because he's such a high-profile guy, this is what's going to be getting attention. And they let that dude out of prison yesterday, and I, I I haven't seen friends of mine like be that, you know, pissed off since they let OJ off the hook. I was like, hang on, first off, back it up. I bet this shit happens way more than what you think. It's horrendous that that guy even gets let out of prison. Uh... If at any point, this is what I'm, this is what I am suspecting is going to happen with Bill Cosby. Um, that that guy, if you don't know how it all went down, apparently, I don't know how this was like unbeknownst to everybody, especially in the legal system, but apparently that guy had worked out a deal with a, with a prosecutor that he would not be brought up on charges. And for whatever reason, they allowed his trial to happen. And the thing that most people I think should be like like losing their mind about is how the fuck do you work out a deal with a prosecutor that you don't have to go to prison for raping women? What? How, do, how is that even a part of the legal system? 
How is... I agree, Tara writes, it's devastating to all those women. Monsters are real and they are human. How does that dude get out? How do we even... How does he not rot until the day he dies in a jail cell? I couldn't believe it. They showed him, like, getting out of his vehicle at his mansion last night, and I'm like, you guys are the problem with the helicopters and all that bullshit. I was... I was floored. That guy is going to be probably not walking the streets, probably not going to be going out and getting dinner anytime soon, you know. But the fact that they just let that dude out of prison yesterday blew my mind. That guy should be rotting in a jail cell for the rest of life. Uh, Jamie, yeah, that's a big pile of horseshit right down the throat. I don't get it. I'm... I, I Listen, I am not a lawyer, not a judge, I'm, but I thought I knew a little bit about the legal system, but apparently I do not. You can just do horrendous shit like that and work out plea deals and not have to do a full sentence? Or, more importantly, he wasn't even supposed to be on trial. What? Bethany, I work in the legal field and specialize in sex offenders in college. You all would never leave your house if you knew. I had to leave the Hennepin County Courthouse seeing it all. It's, I imagine. It's, it's terrible. And the fact that there's people that stick up for these guys, I think about that swimmer. I think it was was it it wasn't Yale? Was it a Yale swimmer? Uh, East Coast somewhere. Ivy League kid, rich daddy, huge asshole. That guy gets a girl drunk and takes advantage of her behind a dumpster in an alley, and two dudes catch him. And as that dude, as the girl is passed out on the ground, he tries to get up and run, and these two guys. Fucking Brock, that's his name. Thank you, Bethany. Stanford, that's what it was. See? Like I've always said, I don't lie. I just grab the information that's in my brain, and sometimes it's correct. Sometimes it's not. I just fill in the blanks and commit. (laughs) I'm like, God damn it, that was a dude named Devin, and he was from Yale. And they're like, nope, it was Brock, and it was Stanford. And you're like, fuck! (laughs) Ah, let's see. What's up, Haley? How are you? Lorianne, good to see you. Uh, Kat, what did I just walk into? Well, this is what we do every day. We find shit like Bill Cosby gets out of prison and then we just scream about it into a microphone. Uh, Anna, corruption is rampant. Our legal system has more fails than wins. I don't get this one. And that Brock, dude, you know what? Here's the thing. That guy went out and did something absolutely horrendous. And he tried to get he tried to get himself off the hook. And it wasn't bad enough. I get trying to get yourself off the hook. But when that piece of shit's old man got up on in front of the judge and said, ah, it's so angry. He said, do not hold it against my son. He made a mistake for one night of action. What a fucking dick. How, how is there not? Listen, after Britney Spears hires that ex-merchant Marine sniper to take out her dad, hire that dude to kill that Brock guy and his old man. Kill them both. What the fuck? How is that even? How do you even fathom getting up and defending your kid after those horrendous actions? What a piece of shit. That guy, Jesus. How? How would you ever do that? You know what? There's a little tiny like avenue of life that I love and I love when somebody goes out and does something terrible and then a parent gets up in front of the news and just goes I tried the best I could and I am sorry I'm sorry I created this monster I'm sorry that I brought this 
piece of shit onto the planet and he has caused so much devastation for other people. I am sorry. I think about those kids from Columbine and when their moms had to get up in front of, I mean, there's one of their moms um, who has, um, has got up many times and just said, I am so sorry. This will be a burden on me. My kid did something so terrible and we tried so many times to get him on the right path. And to watch this kid go out and do something like that and then to defend him? Fuck. They should throw that old man in jail too. You know what, Google? If you Maybe just put a murderer's row on your top 10, like on the top Google page of like, don't hire these pieces of shit. That way we don't have to like go back and try to fact check them. They can't try to scrub themselves from the internet. Mira, it's always the fucking parents. Their kids would never. I Listen, I agree. There's a lot of parents that defend their kids all the time for the most ridiculous bullshit or think that their kid needs to be, you know, the starting goalie or that their kid is getting screwed somehow. They're not. That's just, that's life basically telling you, you're not good enough. You made a mistake. Now you're going to have to go and have to, you know, pay the price for it and why you would defend these kids. God damn it. It's, it's so, it's, ugh, it's so maddening. Uh, Olina, if he assaulted a woman once, he's done it before. That is a, that is for sure. It's not like this is just something new. You get a couple of natty lights in you and you're like, you know what? I've been thinking about it over the last 48 hours. I think I'm going to try to sexually assault a woman in an alley. Now that shit's been in the back of your mind for a long time. And you've probably done other shady shit like that. And you're, you're getting away with it. Uh, let's see. Lorian, absolutely. And his TV wife supports him. I trust me. I know. I know. I, look, ugh, it's, it's maddening to watch people defend these guys. Ah, cat, Rudy. And agreed. What the fuck? I agree. Yeah, I agree. Ah, and then the fact that you wake up and this, listen, I get like, we're all getting on the Britney Spears bandwagon. We love a good comeback. Do we not? Seriously, we're all going to be watching Lindsay Lohan accept an Academy Award one day. Back in her heyday, she was a phenomenal actress. She was one of the best. She was so good. Mean Girls? Oh, get out, dude. Mean Girls is so good. That's why people get angry, the fact that I'll suggest a movie and they'll go, what the fuck, man? The fucking movie sucked. I'm like, yeah, I also suggest, you know, Saving Private Ryan. I suggest all the good shit. Just because every once in a while I tell you to go watch Mean Girls. What the fuck, man? Lindsay Lohan, I'm telling you. She was good. What's up, Crisco? How are you, buddy? Hopefully uh, you got uh, that audio issue figured out. Crisco and I were chatting yesterday. It was great, man. Good to catch up for just a moment. I know it's only been a couple of days, but fuck yeah. Good morning, Kendra. Hi, Janine. What's up, Nick? What's up, buddy? Dude, good to see you, man. Yeah, the fact that you let Bill Cosby out of prison one day, and on the same exact day, Britney Spears is told, oh, by the way, all that money that you had, all that, you know, all that freedom that you thought you could maybe go out and enjoy, yeah, dude, we're fucking now. Sorry, guy. We're not doing any of it. <sighs> LOL, dude, Barry was so good. Barry, are you talking about the HBO show, Barry? Because if so, then yeah, they should hire Barry to go out and definitely kill Britney Spears' old man. <laughs> yeah, B- Barry on HBO is, that's a game changer. I Man, that, the thing is, is like now, because I got to like cut back on my expenses and stuff, uh, I got to get rid of a few uh, streaming services. And I was like kind of going down the gauntlet today. Just like, oh shit, what can I get rid of? All right, don't get rid of Netflix because they got good programming and they're probably going to, you know, up the ante a little bit more over the next couple of years. Uh, Hulu, I'm already paid for for the year. HBO Max, fuck. That's the one that's probably going to have to go. And Disney Plus, god damn it. 
I'm going to be stealing somebody's Disney Plus because I'm telling you, they start putting out. I like the fact that Disney's saying shit. I like that they're pushing the envelope and they keep going for it. The shit part of Disney is the Disney I want to grow up and enjoy. That's the new Disney that I want to love. (laughs) Yeah. Getting back to the Britney Spears thing now. I feel that that girl is going through all this. We loved her right away. Every dude who had that creepy moment when she came out with the hit me baby one more time. And you're like, I am weirdly aroused by this, but that girl is like 15, which was fine. Cause I think I was only like 14 when that video came out. I was like, all right, fucking yeah, I get it. You know, secretly I'm, you know, I'm not listening to the music, but secretly I'm definitely watching the video at home cause you're 15 and you're like, yeah, uh, you, uh, you can combine Hulu and Disney plus. Yeah, no, I get that. Like I have, I have the Hulu and I'm completely paid up for it. Um, but after that kicks off, cause I think I just re up like, I don't know, two months ago for the year. And then once that it's, yeah. Mira says it's too good to give up. I agree. God damn it. Ah, and they're getting sneakier about making sure that they ain't handing out extra credentials. So you just don't get Disney for free, everybody. Okay. Christ. That goddamn mouse is going to kick your door in one day. If you're stealing an episode of Loki, don't you even think about it. Dr. Nick. Hi, everybody. Good to see you, buddy. Good morning to you too, Nancy. Thanks for stopping by. Um, yeah, that uh, that was a kick in the shorts last night. In fact, um, last night at Punchline Punchout, I figured there would probably be a couple more Bill Cosby jokes than what there was. Um, but last night was just like, man, there is something about, you know, holding your feet to the fire and sometimes just putting making yourself accountable and really not wanting to suck at something. And last night was no exception because there were some people you could tell that definitely wanted to do their best at Sisyphus Brewing. Sisyphus Brewing last night. Uh, thank you very much to Trevor Anderson and Andy Erickson, which uh, try to say Trevor Anderson and Aaron. And see what I mean? You can't. All week I've been screwing it up. Trevor Anderson, Andy Erickson. Trevor Anderson, Andy Erickson. Unique New York. Unique New York. It's much more difficult than what you think. I'm glad I didn't screw it up on stage. Uh, but last night was uh, Sisyphus Brewing. Uh, downtown Minneapolis for Punchline Punch Out. The concept of the show, if you don't know about it, is you go up on stage, uh, you were given 24 hours earlier, you were given a topic, you then have to write five minutes of stand-up on that one whole topic. Um, it is, uh, it's definitely not for guys or girls who are just starting out. It's, a, it's difficult. It's hard. It's hard to get laughs sometimes, even when you've got years under your belt, but to, the fact that you have to write brand new material and then jump on it after 24 hours... Uh, it can be difficult. It can be hard, but it was a good set last night. Uh, people showed up, everybody laughed. They had a good time. I had some relatives there. I had some good friends, Sean Constantini and, uh, Gretchen Huska from back in high school, man. Like that's, that's support. 20 years later, people are still coming out and saying, what up, man? Like, that's a cool vibe. Like that was good to like catch up telling old stories. It did remind me though. I hadn't thought about this in years. And we were just talking about some people that we went to high school with and how some of them are still like, you know, doing the thing, man. Like they're still working hard and they're still, you know, uh, Lorianne, what was your topic? My topic was, uh, trips. That was the word you had to write five minutes on trips. I'm not going to do the whole bit. Uh, I think probably the joke that got the biggest laugh that night was, um, I was telling this story about, um, about, uh, uh how I was dating a girl and, the reason why we broke up is because there was always like a miscommunication. We just couldn't understand each other. Like one day she had just texted me the word trip 
question mark? And I was like, fuck yeah, finally. I thought you'd never ask. All right, I'm going to call Dave. I am pretty sure that Dave has got uh, some mushrooms. He might be able to get us some LSD. I've never tried it. I don't know if you want to. I'm super open-minded to that. And she was like, no, I just want to go to the ocean, you moron. I was like, mushrooms at the ocean? How great of an idea. No wonder why we're compatible. Uh, let's see, Lindsay. And you twerked. You're, that's right. I twerked. Uh, I told this story, which was pretty much true for the most part. And joke went uh, something like, uh, do you plan on doing some traveling? Because my buddy Mark is super into karaoke. He likes to get up on stage and pretend that he is Elton John. And then we have to pretend like Mark is a good singer. And... <laughs> And uh, which he is, by the way, lovely singing voice. It's like velvet. Uh, but uh, we did have plans for my 40th birthday to go out to this strip club uh, in um, Portland because they had stripper karaoke. That, those plans obviously got thwarted by COVID. But uh, I wrote the bit around that and saying that we went out. Uh, we were in Portland and Mark really wanted to get up and do karaoke. And the only place I had karaoke was this seedy strip bar off uh, out in Portland. It was 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday. We show up. It's nothing but B-team strippers and a couple of regulars, us five. And Mark doesn't care. Mark is singing like it's Madison Square Garden. He gets up there and he's like, don't let the sun go down on me. And I'm like, dude, I think for the right price, anything will go down on you in this bar. <laughs> and Mark's Elton John selection. He doesn't sing like any of the upbeat songs. He just sings the ballads, you know? So there's like a poor girl. I don't know if you guys will be able to see this. Probably not on the live. Make sure my drawers are pulled up. But, uh, you know, these poor girls are up there just like trying to make a buck. And then there's Mark just singing away to, you know, Elton John. And he's just like, seems to me that you lived your life like a candle in the wind. The girls are like, what the fuck? Never knowing where to cling to when the rain set in. What the fuck? And then to cap off the end of the night, the five of us are all sitting at a bar at one of the, the stages and this girl comes up and she just spreads her butt cheeks right in front of us, all five of us. And I was like, gentlemen, in the words of Elton John, I give you the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd run out of time and I uh, couldn't get that last joke in. I th Sometimes like you just get the feeling of like, all right, this bit has reached its pinnacle and I don't want to try <laughs> that last one. Lindsay money. Yeah. Thank you for coming last night. Lindsay. It was good to see you. I know I didn't have much time. I was man. New material always throws me off. Like even open mics in front of friends. I have a hard time with, you know, Nicole, amazing. Ah, thank you very much. I appreciate you saying that. Uh, what's up, Russell? How are you, buddy? Good to see you. Danny, you too. Nice to see everybody stopping on. Anne, what's up, Anne? Uh, yeah, so last night was uh, was a good time. They gave us a couple gift certificates to a restaurant or something for performing. So, I don't know. Maybe go out try to get a bite to eat tonight. And uh, just to give you guys a, a quick heads up. Um, so, the last, like, 24 hours outside of writing and getting some shit done... Uh, I have been working diligently about how to incorporate all this gear I have lying around into doing more live feeds and better looking live feeds and how we're going to put some cameras in here and we're, we're going full tilt, man. Like I got a new soundboard, so all new sound effects and music beds and all the, 
the shit we were doing, you know, up until Monday, all of that's coming back. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. Like, finally, I just, I feel like, especially this morning, like I got up at five and was like, don't fucking waste the day, dude. You had a couple of beers last night, but don't be that asshole. My first instinct this morning was to turn on the news. And I'm like, the second you start doing that shit, you're done. That's when you start spending your day in your fucking jammies and not doing anything. You don't take a shower. You don't like get dressed like a human being. I've complained about this a lot. People fucking going to the airport dressed in juicy couture. And you're like, come on, man. What the fuck is the matter with you guys? Jesus. I can see your camel toe as I'm getting onto my fucking flight. Could you please put some regular jeans on? Jesus Christ. What's up, Hoovy? In fact, actually, Hoovy, uh, Funny that uh, you hopped on here. I actually, in that five-minute set last night, I told the story <laughs> about how, uh, like, guys only have the best advice for other guys because they give it to you in, like, the most, you know, they're straight shooters. And, like, my buddy Jeff had called me and said, uh, hey, man, I, you said in your podcast that, you know, you're gonna you're scared about the future and, like, what's going on? And, and he said, I just want you to know that uh, you don't need to be scared. You're going to figure it out. You're going to be okay. I mean, you're a talented guy. You're smart. You got everything except for height. (laughs) Truer words could not have been said. What's up, John? Hi, Ashley. Good to see you guys. Haley, jeans in the airport is terrible. Disagree. It's a small price to pay to be a part of society. Just put some jeans on. It's not like we're hanging out for, you know, days on end. All you got to do is get, what are most flights, especially from Minneapolis, there isn't a flight, especially in the continental United States, there is not a flight that is over five and a half hours. You can't put on a pair of jeans for, and don't do it for you, do it for other people. Be a good member of society. Put on something with some buttons or a zippy, a zip up, get a hoodie, I don't give a shit, get anything else besides your stupid tracksuit. Like, just could we get back to that part of life? I mean, fuck, guys used to go out and buy flying suits. Not suits you actually could fly in, but I'm saying you could, you bought a suit to get on a plane with. Like, it was a big deal. And now people are just like, fuck it, bedhead, whatever, dude. I just woke up. Fuck you, watch out, my dog's sitting there. Get the fuck out of the way. It's an awful place now. Used to be filled with joy and, you know, Bloody Marys at 7.30. Now it's just a bunch of people assholes. (laughs) Hoovy, true. Two chains voice. Um, Mira, you've clearly never flown Spirit before. Jeans in a small place. See, that's the thing about uh, airplanes is that all airplanes are big to me. Bethany, my yoga pants are for other people. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I suppose. I know I take a lot of shit sometimes because I tell my my daughter dresses, uh, like a thirteen year old girl who comes downstairs uh, in like a pair of sweatpants and a sweatshirt. And then the second she leaves, she takes it off and she's got on like a pair of short shorts and a crop top. I just let her dress like that. And the reason being, and I take some shit from my family and a couple of my friends is I know what is down the road for her genetically. So fuck it, wear it now. Because Hopefully she got her mom's jeans because her her mom is in her 40s and is real thin. And Jesus Christ, kid, while you can, you got a metabolism. Get out there. (laughs) Get out there and wear it. I don't give a shit. And here's the thing. Like when my kid was, 
you know, an infant. I, I had told my mom, my mom used to give me a lot of shit. And I think that's why I went through identity crises when I was a kid, you know, cause I, after being told so many times that who you are is wrong, you change that. You change that. You constantly change that. Like for like, you know, a year I was super into country music and wore cowboy boots. And then for another year, you know, I wore FUBU. Like you're just, you're a, your brain is like, I don't know who I am because these people keep telling me everything I do is wrong. So you're trying to find that. And had they not, you know, I shaved one side of my head one time and my mom fucking lost her mind. Just fucking went bananas on me. And I'm like, I'm just trying to express myself. So when my daughter was an infant, I said, Whatever she wants to do, I'm fine with. And of course, my, you know, fucking know-it-all family is like, oh, sure. When she walks downstairs in a pair of booty shorts and a crop top, you're going to tell her to go back upstairs and change. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not. And now that I am 40 and my daughter's 13 and she wears that stuff and she's, you know, starting to become a woman. I'm like, fuck it, kid. Wear it. Just wear it. Wear it all. Because eventually you're going to grow out of it. You're going to grow out of a lot of sizes and then it's going to suck. And then you're not going to want to wear it because you are going to feel insecure. So right now, go for it. I say do it. Just And a lot of dads get like, you know, a little weird about it. And I, that shit doesn't matter to me. I don't care about that. My daughter is strong and she's funny and she's, you know, witty. All of the good things that make an adult, she is right now. So why would I ever care that she just wants to wear a, a you know, a pair of shorts that are a, cut a little high? She's not showing ass cheek. She's not getting up and dancing to crazy bitch, you know, down at the Spearmint Rhino. I don't care about this. I don't care what music she listens to. I told the story a couple weeks ago about how myself, my daughter, and her friend Nora are in the car, and we're listening to Doja Cat. And Doja Cat is doing a whole bit about, uh, you know, uh, put me on this table and get me on all fours. And I look in the rearview mirror, and my, my daughter and her friend are looking at each other like holy shit i can't believe your dad's letting us listen to that and i giggled about it i was like i don't care the only part that i got mad about was at some point the lyric was something like uh uh, when you go down there you're gonna come up and look like you just ate watermelon and i i turned it because i was like wait a minute listen i'm a pretty cool dad but i refuse to let you listen to a song that promotes watermelon Because it is the worst melon of all the melons. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, Heather. My dad has this belief that men shouldn't wear lounge pants of any kind in public, but women can. Why is that? I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, all right. I agree. I'm not a big fan of the. Listen, if you just walked out of the gym and you got to stop by Target real quick and you're in a pair of gym shorts, I get that. But as a dude, just could you please just throw on some pants? My God. Uh, Anna, Kinley's going to grow up being the most normal kid of her generation. Just, it, none of this shit matters. None of it matters. It, if you treat your kid with respect and you're nice to them and you te- teach them how to be respectful towards others, that is how it works. That's how it works. That's how you make good people. That's how you make good children. That's the, that's the best part about it. Scooter says watermelon. Just da, da, da. Are you angry that I dislike watermelon? Dude, watermelon, it's the worst of all the melons. It's the worst melon. I don't know if Hoovy's still on here, but he can attest to that. Watermelon, the worst melon. Cantaloupe, okay. Honeydew, yeah, it's pretty you know, low on the list. 
Seriously, ask anybody. Ask anybody name four melons. You can't. It's honeydew, cantaloupe, watermelon. That's it. You cannot find more melons. Except for the dude in Vancouver who threw us for a loop when the first melon he mentioned was blind melon. Then I was like, check. (sighs) There goes our theory. Scooter says, I think you are hilarious. Listen, this isn't me trying to be funny. This is me trying to change the world. Get the fuck rid of watermelon. Shar, agree. Watermelon is gross. Disgusting. It's the worst of all the melons. Get rid of that melon. The worst melon. (laughs) Tagging all the hard subjects here on a long walk to Cleveland. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, and every day, 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram. It's just my handle, at Rudy underscore Povich. Thank you guys so much. Seedless watermelon. That's for bullshit, Hoovy. No, you can't go... Seedless, it's the same thing. That's ridiculous. I refuse. Seedless watermelon does not count. It's still a watermelon. Still disgusting. Still terrible. Uh, yeah, you can find us every day, 9.45 a.m. That is on, um, at Central Time, at Rudy underscore Povich. And once again, thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. (laughs) 